Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, friends. Welcome to Wednesday night. <laughs> Had a little problem last week. The memory card was filled up, and we couldn't uh, show the video, but uh, this week we got back on and going good. Amen. Hey, listen, I hope you're praying. God's doing a mighty work. We got uh, election next week. Uh, be praying about that, standing in the, on the word of God, amen. He wants us to pray uh, for our nation and for this, this world, and uh, we're here for such a time as this. And prayers, uh, you know, we were talking about that the other night in, in, or at uh, Monday Night Prayer. The effectual fervent prayers of a righteous person avails much. So you're out there praying Guess what? Your prayers avail much because you, if you know Jesus Christ, you've been made righteous. You know, we, we've been talking about uh, for some time now, the renewed mind. How many of you know Romans 12, 2 and 12, 1 and 2? Uh, the passages that really are so important for Christians to get to know. Uh, when he says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, he means get in the word of God, get to know what it is to be like Jesus, because that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? To be like Jesus. How many of you want to be like Jesus? Well, I can't be like Jesus. Yes, you can. You can be like him. He's our elder brother. He paid the price so we could be like him. But we have to do something. We can't just we can't just go through life and and uh, how do I want to say uh, just case sarah sarah. What will be will be. No, we have things to do. We we're ex- there's an expectation that God has for us. Do you ever think about that? You know, some of us that have children, uh, don't you have expectations for your children to do well, to be even even surpass what you've done many times? Well, God wants us to do uh, mighty things. He wants us to live up to to what His uh, Son paid for. Amen. Amen. So, in order to do that, we have to know certain things. Now, last last week I was talking to you about uh, in Romans twelve two that <clears throat> renew your mind, renew your life, and that's really what it is. I got too many notes up here, but that's all right. <laughs> when you get to delving into God's word, what happens is you have scriptures that go to other scriptures to tell you other things, and, and you'll find that out. And it's exciting because it tells us how to live this life. Amen. He wants us to know <laughs> him and be like him. Now, Romans 12, 2, I'll just read 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. In other words, we ought to live a certain way. We ought to live according to what the scriptures say and not our old carnal way, the way we used to live. Amen? That's We're to change. But then he says this, and don't, do not be conformed to this world or the world system, the world's way of doing things. We're not to be in the world. We're in the world, but not of it. That's what the scripture says. But be ye what? Transformed by the ruin of your mind, renewing of your mind, and that you may prove what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How many of you know God wants us, has a perfect will, a perfect plan for each one of us? And it's all good because he's a good, good God. Amen. But you have to understand the primary mission, he wants us to be like his son, Jesus. I've said this before many times, many times, because he wants us to look like us and act like Jesus. And in order to act like Jesus, we have to renew the carnal mind because it's enmity, or 
you can say that it's contrary to what the, the mind of Christ. We have to renew it. We have to put our mind uh, to be like him. And if, in order to do that, we have to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Now, 1 John, over in 1 John 4, it says, As he is, so are we in the world. You think about that. How is Jesus today? <laughs> Jesus, who the Son of God, who paid the dear, dear price and, and hung on the cross and died for our sins and rose again the third day and, and sent a, a, his Father sent the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're full of the Holy Spirit and power. He's seated, seated at the right hand of God the Father, ever making intercession for us. And how do you know God's, uh, Jesus is praying for us today? That's good news. You ought to know that. He's for us. If he is for us, who can be against us, right? But it goes on to say, how is Jesus today? Is Jesus poor? No, Jesus isn't poor. He doesn't want us to be poor. He wants us to uh, have our uh, all of our needs met and, and over and above and be prosperous so we can f flood the kingdom with, with funds and, and prosperity to, to, to propel the kingdom in order and in order to be like that, is he sad? No, he's not sad. He's full of the joy. He is the joy of the Lord would be ours if we begin to walk in it. He wants us to be like him. Is he depressed? No, he's not depressed, my friends. So he wants us to live a life that's an abundant life. Over in John 10, 10, you know that scripture, probably know it pretty well. The thief cometh not but to kill, steal, and destroy. Don't give a lot of credit to the thief. He does his job, but listen to what Jesus said. I have come that you might have life and have life more abundantly. And, and I think in the Amplified it says to the full, overflowing, abundance. Amen? That's the way he wants us to live. But we have to do something. We have to be transformed. That means we have to change. You know, We have to change our old way of living into the new way of living. Now, over in, I'm going to take this scripture over in Ephesians 4, 17. Uh, I'll get this up in a minute. I got, like I said, I got too many books here. Ephesians 4:17. It talks about being past our old feelings and old ways of doing things. And um, uh, let me get over there in a second. It goes the other way, Mike. I hope you have your Bibles. I hope you're writing things down and taking notes and 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 going back and and reviewing things. But it talks about in Ephesians 4, verse 17, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of your mind. Don't, you know, Jesus said in Matthew 24, in the last days, here's what it would be like. Take heed to yourself, you not be deceived. Is there not deception in the world today? There's so much craziness going on, things we never dreamed would happen. And, and you know, what's, what has happened is that we're living in Romans chapter 1. If you just go over there and read Romans chapter 1, that when they knew, knew God, they, they didn't worship God or were neither thankful. And, and so what happened to them, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. This is where we see a lot of this stuff going on today and people today. But it goes on to say, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from God because of their ignorance. Isn't it, you know, ignorance is not bliss, you know? They all used to say ignorance is bliss, or, or uh, you know, it's not being stupid either. Ignorance is that you don't know. And listen, if you don't know the truth, you won't walk in the truth. And a, a scripture is very, very prevalent about telling you uh, Get in the word, get in the truth, get in to speak, the, not only know it, but to speak it and speak it over yourself so you can be like Jesus. Amen? Amen. 
ignorant, ignorance that is in them because of their blindness of their heart. So it says, who being past feelings have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness, but you have not so learned Christ. Listen, we, we are born again. Uh, our spirit is brand new, but our minds have, need to be renewed. They need to be transformed and be like Christ. So it says, you have not learned so by, in Christ. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is a word made flesh, right? But it, this is his word. This is what he says. And the truth is right here in this word. And if you don't know the truth, you'll never be transformed. You'll never have your mind renewed. You'll never be in the image of God. And you'll never be like Christ. Amen? Amen. I mean, it's just that simple. And it says that you put off, put off concerning your formal conduct, former conduct. That means the way you used to live. <laughs> How many of you glad you don't live that way anymore? I hope you've changed the way you used to live. But put off that conduct. Get rid of that conduct. The old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts. In other words, it's going to corrupt your mind, your life, your whole, uh, uh, whole life will be corrupted because of not changing the way you live and changing your mind. But then it says, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. The spirit of your mind. I've, I've talked to you about this before, but it's uh, the, uh, the psychologists call it your limbic system. That means your subconscious mind. And listen, there, you have a, a, a natural um, uh, a mind that you're, you think with, what you concentrate with, but you also have a subconscious. And the subconscious is what causes you to do certain things in your life. You know, it's like if you grow up with a certain, uh, you, you might grow up in a family that was poverty stricken. In other words, they, 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 they were so poor and, and they, didn't, they didn't have a, a prosperity mentality. So later in life, you grow up and what do you got? You subconsciously revert back to that in, in your life. You don't, you don't see that God wants you prosperous and you can't believe God wants you prosperous. That's why you need to renew your mind because he does want us to be prosperous. Or you, you grew up, um, uh, it's not anything would be bad, but if, say you grew up, I just heard a, a I've heard a lot of messages on renewing your mind and, and diff, through different people and stuff. But I heard one the other day, and, and this pastor, this minister had gone to South, uh, South Korea with uh, Dr. Cho. And he said, I, he said, I went to, over in Korea, and Dr. Cho's sitting there uh, eating soup with, uh, with, uh, with uh, oh, um, uh, chopsticks. And he says, how do you eat soup with chopsticks? I had to ask for a, a spoon. And he said, and it's so different, and the food tastes different. Now, some of it's good, I'm not saying it, but he, then he says, then Dr. Cho came to America, and he says, I took him out to a Cracker Barrel or something, and they ordered mashed potatoes, and he says, what is this? What is this? And he says, I, he didn't care for it too much. Why? Because he was used to eating the food that they had been raised with. His subconscious wanted to go, hey, why do we go, <laughs> why do we do things in addictions and, and things? Because our subconscious takes us there. If we don't renew our mind, we'll go back to the way we used to do things. 
That's, that's just what he's saying right here. He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. In other words, you take your conscious mind, the one that, we're t that you can see me talking right now, and you focus in on that. You focus in on this word. You begin to renew it. And then when the old ways come, the old addictions come, the old habits come, you push through that so your mind, your subconscious becomes renewed to your natural conscious mind, and then you overcome. Amen? They overcome by the blood of the Lamb, what Jesus has already paid for, and the word of their testimony. Amen? So that's how you do that. It's, it's just like, uh, it's just like uh, uh, somebody would say, you, you, you have an anger problem, and, and you think you're over it. And then something happens, and all of a sudden you revert back to the way you used to be. And somebody would say, you never change. You just, but we can change. God never tells us something we can't do. God never tells us to do something that he has not provided a way that we can change and do. Amen? So we change our addictions. How do we do that? Well, if you want to change from fear to faith, you have to renew your mind to the word of God because faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want to have uh, a godly relationship, you've been lonely, then begin to renew your mind to that. Renew, transform yourself into what God wants. If you've been had a poverty mentality, which so many people, it seems like in the Christian community have, you've got to renew your mind that God wants you prosperous in all things. All things, not just money. He says over in, in uh, Matthew 6, he talks about seek ye first the kingdom of God and all the things that you need in this life will be added unto you. Why? Because you're seeking the kingdom. He wants you prosperous. Amen? As he is, so are we in the world. Jesus isn't broke today, my friends. Neither am I, and I'm not going to be. Well, the inflation is coming. Uh, everything's going up. The economy's going, being tanked. Uh, gas is going higher and higher. Well, I understand all that, but who provides your needs? My God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches <laughs> in Christ Jesus. And amen? Amen. Amen. That's what you, the way you got to think. That's pushing through from that old mentality, that old renewing your spirit of your mind, pushing through that old habits that you had. That's what you have to do. If you're insecure, begin to talk about, talk to yourself about being, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you're insecure, begin to uh, believe that you're full of confidence, of the confidence of God and boldness of God. You have to talk to yourself, my friends. You have to talk and tell yourself how it would be. I remember Smith Wigglesworth one time, uh, uh, in his, one of his books I've read over a number of times, and if you've never read about Smith Wigglesworth, you ought to get, get uh, online and see who he was and begin to read some of his self stuff. But listen, he says, I never ask Smith how he is. I always tell him. I always tell Smith how he is. You ever tell yourself how you're supposed to be? How you're supposed to be? I'm, I'm supposed to be walking in love. I'm supposed to be walking in forgiveness. I'm supposed to be uh, have joy of the Lord. I'm supposed to be not depressed, but have the peace of God that passes understanding. Well, you renew your mind. You renew your thinking. That's what, you know, uh, Paul talks about that a lot, about renewing your thinking. He talks about that at the Philippian church. Don't be anxious about anything, right? But by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, we make our requests, requests known unto God. And that peace will pass, that it passes all understanding, will guard our hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So we, we tell ourselves that. 
Amen? We begin to renew ourselves to that. We begin to walk in abundance in our health and, and our prosperity and the way we live. And, and then we become, uh, um, how do we want to say it? We become Christ-like. Jesus always walked with humility. He always walked and did what the Father told him. And he was always effective around sinners and other people. Amen? He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So that's what we do. That subconscious has to be renewed. Now, over in uh, uh, Colossians chapter 3, I'll get to some of these other scriptures here shortly, I hope. <laughs> Check my time. But Colossians chapter 3 it says this, we read this a little bit last time. If you were raised with Christ, set those things which are, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set what? Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Amen? You've got to set your mind on things. You, well, you've got to meditate on the right things. You've got to, well, I can't meditate. Yes, you can because you do whether you know it or not. I'm not one to sit around and meditate. Oh, you're meditating all the time, whether you know it or not. You're meditating on a, a TV show or meditating on what you should have to eat or, or maybe a ball game or, or all kinds of stuff. You're always thinking about stuff, what's important, especially what's important to you. I would say to you, if, you're, if you don't get in the Word much, well, I don't read well. Begin to say, Lord, I thank you that I can do all things. I can read this word. I thank you that you put a desire in my heart for the word of God. I'm excited about what you're doing and what you will do for me if I'll get in the word. You'll transform my life into something that's far greater than anything I know. Amen? Amen. I, it's making me happy whether you are or not. Praise the Lord. Now, where you set your mind daily, <laughs> where you set your mind daily that's that's will cause the decisions you have to live. That will be what your life will be like. Amen? Where you set your mind? You're setting your minds on things above. What he said right here, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Now, listen. How many times you heard it? I know, well, I'm so he's so heavenly minded, he's no earthly good. I, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> We're all striving to be more heavenly minded. You know what that means? Be more Christ like. Amen? We want to be Christ-like. When you're full of the, the, the presence of the Lord, when you're full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, you can live this life so much better than you could in your own natural mind. Amen? Amen. You must live this life if you're going to live better by the renewing of your mind. That's what's, what's the greatest thing that God wants? He wants us, the greatest fulfillment He wants is us to be like Christ. If we'll be like Christ, we'll begin to act like Christ. If we think like Christ, we'll act like Christ. Position, it'll position us to be a help to other people. Always being a help to other people. So what do we do? We set our minds on God's word and his promises. Amen? Set your mind on those things. Uh, if sickness comes, what do we do? We set our mind on the word of God that says, he, by his stripes we have been healed. Amen? Oh, well, I know, but I'm sick. Yeah, but he said you're healed. So I'm going to claim what he said because he's greater as he right now in me than he that's in the world. He that is sickness. I come against this sickness in Jesus' name. If fear comes, what do you do? You set your mind on the word of God. What did Paul say to Timothy? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. So you say to yourself, Lord, I thank you. I don't have to have a spirit of fear, anxiety, worry, uh, uh, all these things, but I have a power, love, and a 
What? A sound mind? A sound mind. How many people you've ever heard, I just, I'm about to lose my mind. Don't talk like that. You don't have to lose your mind. In fact, you ought to go around and say, I will never lose my mind. A mind is a terrible thing to lose, isn't it? Amen? So we can say those things. When, you're, when things look bad, when things look bad, what do you say? I'm going to set my mind. If God be for me, who can be against me in this day and this hour? Amen? Now, I want to go to Ephesians 2.10. And I have to use the new Bible, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the one that you carry around in your pocket instead of the, the big one anymore. But I, I'm doing this because it has uh, different uh, versions on here, and this happens to be the Amplified. Ephesians 2.10 says, says this. Now, you can say this about you. Because I... For we are his workmanship. You ever think about that? His own master work, a work of art. <laughs> you ever think of yourself as a work of art? <laughs> Don't look in the mirror too long, right? <laughs> a work of art created when? In Christ Jesus. Through who? In Christ Jesus. Reborn from above. Spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. How about that? Let me go back there a minute. For we are his workmanship. Wow. Created in Christ Jesus. Wow. That's, if you ever got a hold of that, you'd be doing things in a lot different ways. Amen? And, and you'd be living a lot better life. So would I. We, we got to keep renewing our mind to that now, my friends. This is what causes us to be transformed. It, it's, it's not just sitting back and, well, I go to church. You know, going to church is one thing. Being the church is another. Being filled with his presence. Being filled with, with his goodness and his mercy and his kindness. Always looking to him. Amen? Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Excuse me. Now I want to go to Romans real quick. Romans 8, 29. And, you know, it's so important. This is, this here, the church we're in is a Living Word Family Church has always been a word of faith, what we call a word of faith church. That means the word is always taken top priority here, along with the Spirit of God. And, and, we're supposed to, why, why does, what is Pastor Scott now? It used to be Pastor Larry, and even myself. Why do we keep saying, get in the Word of God, get in the Word of God, get in the Word of God? Why do we want, because so you can be transformed by that Word. You know, it, it's, how do I want to say it? God has far, so much for us that we can't even imagine this. Imagine it. Oh, you know, I'm going to turn to Ephesians chapter 3 real quick. You know, he, he just, uh, Paul had just written to the Ephesian church about that we would know the love of God, which passes knowledge. Amen? But then he says, now to him who is able to do exceedingly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. He's got things that are far greater than we can even ask or think for us. But we can't know it if we don't know what he said in his word about who we are now. Amen? He's trying to take us somewhere. He's trying to raise the bar so we can go higher and higher from, 
faith to faith and glory to glory, but we can't do that if we're just going to sit back and, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. No, you're saved for a purpose. You're saved for a plan. You're to be like Christ here on the earth. And so we can go about doing good and, and, and like he did. Amen? Doing the works that he did. But in, in uh, Romans 8, uh, 29, for he foreknew... He also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn of many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestinated, those he also called, whom he called, he also justified, and whom he justified, those he also glorified. You ever think about being justified? In other words, he's paid the penalty for us, for our sins. He's justified us. Well, and that word predestination, it isn't one that he, he knows what everybody's going to do. I have to know that. You have to know it. But he doesn't make you do that. He gives us free will. He says, here, I've given you my son that came to save the whole world. Now, whoever steps out to him will be saved. Now, he knows who's going to do it and who isn't because he knows everything, right? But here's the thing. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, um, it's like knowing something beforehand, not telling them what to do like a child. You, you, their habits, you know what they're going to do. If you say something to them, this is the way they might react. But you already know that. You didn't make them do that, right? But that's kind of like God says, I know who's going to do it. But he says, everyone can do it if they'll come to me. Amen? Amen. I, I know that's a little strange. But some would say, well, there's only a certain amount. He already knows. He picks and chooses who he's going to. No, no. God sent his son to save the whole world. Amen? Whosoever should believe in him shall not perish. What shall we say then to these things? If God for, is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, that he, that he should not with him also freely give us all things. If you don't know that, if you don't know what the things are, how do you, can you walk in those things? That's why we need our mind transformed. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Amen. Who justifies us. If you don't know that, you're going to go around thinking you're, you're nothing but an old bum, an old no good. I've had people sit there and say, well, you don't know how I am. I just, no, that's the enemy telling you that. If you're born again, if you've asked Jesus into your heart, you've been changed or should be changed. The old man's is to, to live. 2 Corinthians 5.17, I've said you, you should know that scripture by heart. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Well, if you don't know that, you're going to act like the old person, right? So we got to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, renewed in our, uh, our, our natural mind, our, our, our conscious mind, but renewed in the, the spirit of our mind, and then begin to act like Jesus. Isn't that good news? He wants us to be like him. So tonight, begin to read your Bible. <laughs> read it like he's written it directly to you. Why? Because he has. He has written it to you and me so we can change into the image of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. What good, good, good news that is to today and tonight. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you sent your word to deliver us, to heal us, to, to, just to change us. And so, Lord, I pray for everyone in the sound of my voice would take, take heart, take heed, and say, I've got to get in this word and begin to speak it over myself. Not, not that we've arrived. We're, we're on a journey here to be more like Jesus all the time, every day. 
so we can live an abundant life. We can be transformed and begin to live the abundant life that he wants us to live. So Lord, I ask you to help every one of us to draw near to you, get in your word, and to find out really and truly who you are and what you have for us. And we know if we do that, we'll be a blessing, and we'll be blessed, and we will be a blessing to others because we can share the good news of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, and soon coming King. We thank you for tonight and give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, it's been good to be with you. See you next time. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.